Welcome to the God's Word Gives Hope podcast, where we are passionate about connecting His Word to your life. This podcast provides opportunities to further feed your soul or simply be replenished by listening. We are glad you're here. Welcome to the first ever God's Word Gives Hope podcast. My name is Amy, and I'll be one of your hosts for the podcast, and I'm here with Janae. Hi, everyone. I'm super excited about partnering with you, Amy, on this project. We have been in ministry together for a few years now, and we both love God's Word and want people to know how the Bible is relevant to their lives. Now, if you would like to learn more about us individually, there is an About part on our podcast page. But Janae, tell us a little bit more about what this podcast is going to look like. Well, each week... We are going to take the main scripture from the God's Word Gives Hope blog and discuss parts that were not covered in the blog. You can go further on your own time by visiting the blog and utilizing the meditate, reflect, and rooted parts. The meditate part will give you a phrase to meditate on throughout your week. The reflect part provides thought-provoking questions And the rooted part gives you more scripture to read, all to help you go further in feeding your soul. Or you can simply be replenished by listening. Our goal is for you to plug in while you are on your commute to work, while you're washing dishes or exercising, and be reminded of who God is and how his word can bring hope to your everyday spaces in your life. Well, let's get started with today's episode because it will unpack more of the why behind the podcast. Today, we are talking about Romans chapter 15, verse 4, which reads, Such things were written in the scriptures long ago to teach us, and the scriptures gives us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. Well, I feel like waiting is something that we're all very common with and that hope is something that we all really need. Well, so did the people who Paul was addressing in this verse. The Romans were using the word of God to point the finger at each other, to put each other in their place or to prove their point, if you will. So Paul was reminding them that Jesus took our place and that there is no condemnation, and we are not to use the word in that way. That the purpose of God's word is to instruct us and to give us hope and encouragement. Have you ever had someone try to use the Bible the way the Romans were using it? I would think that all of us have probably experienced that at one time or another. Not that someone shared a truth and love with the hope of correcting our direction and helping us see something, but truly in order to condemn us and prove how right that they were and how wrong we were. I know that when this has happened to me, when someone uses the word of God and it's puffing themselves up um, and they make me feel small and condemned, it leaves me feeling angry, frustrated, belittled, um, which is quite the opposite of hope and encouragement. And again, I'm not saying that We know the Word of God is to help us change direction and have that right view. But the Word of God can also be pulled out and used as a battering ram in order to hurt or discourage people. Like what's your motivation? Exactly. The heart behind the person sharing. 
So this verse, it ends with this idea that we are to be encouraged as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. So think for a minute, what does that look like in your life? So as we're thinking through ways in which we might be waiting and how the Word of God could speak to us in that place, mm-hmm. I know that there are times that our workplace is not inviting and we need some dynamics in that workplace to change. So they're waiting for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we're waiting for finances to shift or a relationship to be healed. And how can God's word speak to us in those times? Well, I'm coming out of a season of making significant changes and I'm actually still in it, but (laughs) uh, I quit my ministry job at our church to pursue uh, life and leadership coaching full time. But it was quite a journey leading up to making that decision. And while I was waiting and listening for God, He continued to reassure me with verses that had the word path or pathway or paths in it. Hmm. Like Psalm chapter 32, verse 8, which says, The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. I loved the comfort that this brought to me in this season because he was reassuring me that he's going to give me his advice. He's he's watching over me and he is going to help guide me along the way. So I had to trust that even though it wasn't always super clear all the time. But the verses on using the word path continue to speak to me like Isaiah chapter 42 verse 16 which says I will lead the blind by a way they do not know I will guide them in paths they do not know well coaching (laughs) and this podcast are two paths I have never been down and God's word is telling me here that you know he's got my back he is going to guide us, but some of us may be down paths and un- unfamiliar territory, mm-hmm. and I've got to trust him in that. Well, the paths that we walk aren't always easy, but if they are directed by him, then we are covered and cared for in that time. So we don't have to worry as long as we're in step with the Spirit, even if the path is crazy or a little dark at times. Um, We know that he is with us and he is guiding us. I love the path imagery. Yes. Well, there was another one that really helped me. Uh, Proverbs chapter four, verse 27 says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. And the New Living Translation says, don't get sidetracked. And I love that because I am easily sidetracked. (laughs) Squirrel. Yeah. I mean, you know, if something looks really good or you need me or that's like sort of in my wheelhouse, I want to help you. And it can be good things. But what this phrase kept saying to my brain was like guardrails keeping me on the track I'm like no my time has got to be focused on these new paths that God has for me and he used his promises to help keep me on his path Hmm. so what about you Amy how has God's word encouraged you in a season of waiting 
Well, it's funny because as I was thinking about a verse to share here, I feel like this verse has encouraged me in multiple seasons of waiting in my life. Um, whether it was early in my marriage and we were still figuring some things out because married people, life is hard. Can I get an amen? Right. Um, whether it was trying to have a baby and, and struggling through infertility, whether it was where we move, what work looks like. Um, I feel like God has consistently shown up and second Corinthians 12, nine, um, Paul starts to talk about how in the verse before he Ask God three times. He pleads with the Lord to take something away from him. And I just hear him saying, I, I can't do this anymore. Lord, this is really hard. But instead of God saying, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice that. So sorry. Let me take that away. Or, oh, it's hard. I'll just change this so it's easy. Um, I think what he's saying is instead of changing that thing, I'm going to be enough for you while you're in it. So verse 9 says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So when I am weak, I can remember that he is my sufficiency. That's not me um, having, you know, toxic positivity or trying to throw a Band-Aid on something. But that is me inviting him into my struggle and acknowledging that my place is, hey, God, this is really hard. And that his place is he will continue to guide and provide and comfort me in that time, knowing that he will get the glory if I walk through those hard places that way. And that enables me to keep going with those verses where it says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I have to give props to Paul because he delights in difficulties and persecutions and hardships. Don't know if I'm quite there yet. I would also agree that God is still growing me in that. But what I do know is that when I am weak and when I am waiting and when I'm in a hard place, my strength has nothing to do with me and everything to do with God. Um, but in order to receive that encouragement, I've got to be in the word. I've got to be reading. I've got to be studying. I've got to be praying and spending time with him. So Janae, as we draw to a close on this first podcast, let's end with an action step that we can take to live out this idea of God providing comfort in the waiting. All right. Well, I want to reread um, from the English Standard Version, Romans chapter 15, verse 4. It says, For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance, which that's the waiting, and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. So I hope that you can see where God's word gives hope was inspired by our verse today. Mm-hmm. Because we know that people need to find encouragement and hope and words that will speak to their needs and provide direction. And God's word can do that for us. But I think the application or the challenge I would put forth to us today out of that is we don't want to skim on God's word. 
You mean in a society that encourages us to just skim on everything, except apparently Netflix. That you're supposed to just binge. <laughs> binge right all on. the time. But <laughs> but everything else in our world is a skim kind of idea these days. Yeah, that's a great point. But the Bible is worth our time to let God use it in our lives to nourish nourish us. Just like you and I, you know, shared some incidences where that has played out in our lives. Um, it can be that for you too. Mm. And uh, let it fill us up and direct us and give us the hope that we need to take our next steps. Or for some of you out there, maybe even just the next moment, you need to make it through the next moment. So the question that would be good for us to think about is what is one thing that you can do? What is one thing that we can do that will help us spend more time in God's word? You know, what is causing us to skim and we want to move away from that and get into his word more so it can be there for us, speaking to us in those places of waiting? You know, it's uh, it's crazy. I think everybody would probably have a piece of this answer, but I feel like busyness is what pushes me away from God's word, right? I mean, the enemy just wants to keep me chasing my tail, and then right. I have no time to pursue the Lord. Um, so I believe that we have to make a plan. Um, I, I'm not meaning check a bunch of boxes and be real legalistic about this, but I want to spend time with the Lord and I want to read the Bible. I want to pray. I want to meditate and stay, have moments where I can sit in quietness with him. And so that means having a plan for me because anything that I don't plan for does not happen. So that means setting an alert the night before so that I'm going to bed at a decent time. So I'm getting up and spending time with the Lord. But, you know, for you guys listening, it may not be morning time. I feel like I grew up thinking like there was that one verse in the Bible. It's like in the morning you will come to me. I was like, okay, I got to do all my Bible study in the morning. And um, there was a season in life where my best time with God happened after everybody went to bed and the house was quiet. And so for those seasons, I spent time with God in the evening. So I think we just need to make a plan. I also think that it's wise to know where you're going to read or what you're going to read. Not that in the moment God might not bring a verse to mind and you go check it out and see the the context and what's going on in the verse. But for me, again, the flip and dip, I'll end up in the middle of Judges somewhere and, and <laughs> be really unsure of what's happening in yeah. the moment um, versus picking a book of the Bible and reading through it at a slow pace and asking God to just reveal as I read. Um, to me, those pieces really help me not skim on God's word. Yeah, I, I love all of those. And not to get all wrapped up and overwhelmed by the thought of a plan, but picking something and narrowing it down. And that's going back to the blog, the meditate part um, to pick. It's basically picking a phrase or just a piece of the the verse and you just carry it with you throughout mm. the week and throughout your day. You're thinking and going back to that truth and letting it minister to you. So you can, that may feel like it's skimming, but focusing in on something as simple as that over a period of time just really gets inside of you and can really speak to your heart and be a reminder of something true that you need to hang on to. I think that's beautiful. And it reminds me of a 
a story I heard one time of an old Jewish rabbi that he was asked why they should write the word of God on their heart. Mm. Um, and yes, the Bible says to, so like checkbox, that's an easy answer. Well, he actually says that he's going to write his word on our hearts. There you go. So, so, um, in this story, the, the rabbi is asked like why they should study to do that. And he said, so that when your heart breaks, it's the word of God that falls in. Oh, that's beautiful. What an encouragement. Yes. So we are so glad that you have joined us for our first episode of God's Word Gives Hope. We plan to talk through and break down a Bible verse each podcast to offer hope for our everyday lives. We'll see you next time. The connecting doesn't have to stop here. We would love to have you join us at the God's Word Gives Hope blog to go deeper with the verse we discussed today. If you would like to learn more about life and leadership coaching with Janae, visit JanaeShatleyCamp.com. Finally, we would love a chance to talk with you more. Find us on Instagram or Facebook. All of these links are posted in the About Us on our podcast. Now, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.